Hey, this is Bridget. And this is Emily. And you're listening to Stuff Mom Never Told You. Now today, if I sound a little emotional, it's because I am. Those of you who know me in real life know that I am an emotional mess most of the time. If I'm not laughing uncontrollably, I'm pretty much crying, no in between. (laughs) So today will probably be a bit of a weird episode. I just want to warn you now, this is the final episode with our good friend, Emily. Aww. I feel like the Emily-Bridget chemistry is one of my favorite things, period, full stop. And so what's really sad to me is our chemistry, which will continue, and you couldn't shake me off as a pal if you wanted to. (laughs) Um, But now there won't be a microphone as we grab Aperol spritzes at Red Derby together. (laughs) Which we should do after this episode. I know. I agree. It's funny to think, though, that like, oh, man, we're going to be getting drinks at a bar and thinking like, oh, this would have been such a great podcast. (laughs) It would have. That will happen. Right? That will happen. So, yeah, as we wrap this podcast partnership up officially, but not, you know, it will live on in some iteration. (laughs) I really can't help but look back on some of the fun times we shared. I mean, I remember when we first met, this was way back when, before podcasts were ever even really a thing, we were both working in politics and sort of in each other's orbits. Like, I wouldn't call us, like, close pals, but, like, I would see you. You were working out of NOI for a while. We were working out of the same office um, and I would see you and be like, who's that cool, tall girl with the cool hair? Yeah, likewise. You were intimidating to me. You were intimidating to me. Oh, that's so funny. I think it's because we're both tall. That's uh, honestly what I think it's a part of it. Uh, I think it's a part of it. But also, you're a <laughs> badass and everybody loves you. And I might have seemed pretty fierce on the outside, but I was a fledgling entrepreneur who had just quit my steady job. My, You know, I just walked away from my first big girl paycheck of my life. And I was literally crashing at your office because I had nowhere else to work out of and was like a lonely, scared entrepreneur who was figuring out how to start this thing called Bossed Up. Everyone loved you. Everyone was happy to have you there. Oh. You brought a, you brought a, a light and an energy to the office, even though you didn't like really work there. No, I, I was just there for the, for the, like, the scraps of food that came with your potluck lunches. I was like, do you mind if I just keep showing up on Wednesdays for like lunch? Yeah, team lunch. <laughs> Those were the days. And they were always vegan. That was a thing. Yeah. Our, our, we were, so to back it up, we worked at a hippy dippy lefty progressive <laughs> organizing training organization that no longer exists. RIP NOI. Yeah. But we had these in complete hippy dippy <laughs> progressive fashion. Every Wednesday we had a vegan lunch, a vegan potluck lunch and that's right up your alley. I mean, I wasn't even working there. I was just riffraff. I was like riffraff. straight up entrepreneur riffraff. <laughs> you were riffraff. I was. I was hippy dippy riffraff. I wasn't. I was like the weird. In retrospect, it's funny that I'm the capitalist on the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because I was broke and basically you eating know, socialist I, lunch. I, I was. You were eating free socialist vegan hippy dippy bullshit lunch. I was taking refuge in the socialist haven that was the new organizing institute. <laughs> I love it. I love it. One of the things I love so much about our origin story is that really it shows that you never know who you're going to meet, who's going to be in your orbit. Like in a million years, I wouldn't have thought when we met, we're going to be doing a podcast together. Right. Well, it's such a good career lesson in that way, right? For people to treat people nicely. Honestly, the biggest lesson in crafting a kick-ass career is being genuinely Nice to people. If you treat people 
who you think, oh, just, you know, Bridget's just somebody who works at this organization that I just am basically loafing in to get free lunch and have a desk to work on on occasion. And if I didn't treat you with respect or stay in your orbit or vice versa, then we wouldn't be here today. And it's kind of cool to see your friends on the come up. Definitely. You know? Wait, are, you ta- are you talking about me being oh, on the come up? <laughs> I am talking about you. Don't be coy, Bridget Todd. Bridget Todd was busy going to make headlines at NBC, was making things happen, talking on South by Southwest panels, and I watched your come up, and it was awesome. I feel the same way about you. It's like, you were this, I mean, I'll never forget, you This you have no recollection of this, I'm sure, oh, God. but when I was working at NOI, one of the most stressful parts of my job was figuring out who was going to be in and who was going to be out of this boot camp. And this is something that you had done. And the way that I was doing it in classic, messy, disorganized, don't really know what I'm doing, Bridget style, (laughs) I had built this grid of photographs that I had had kind of hastily arranged on a table in the middle of the office. And it was clear that like, this was not a good system, clearly. And you walked by and you were like, you need a better system. And that was our, that was one of our first interactions. And you were so right. No, no, you were very helpful. You were like, this system seems, there's a lot of post-it notes here and one's on the floor. Like, what's happening? Uh, I am like mildly horrified to hear no, no, about it was, that. Was like cool it, about it, really, it? It really illustrated, one, your willingness to see someone doing something and being like, let me show you a better way. And what I didn't know at the time was like, this was going to be your, you know, your bre- your bread and butter boot Well, camps. that's right. That was my model that I was basically basing right. my business model off of. So I had been a participant in NOI's boot camp, which you were a part of at that time. You were running at that time, which was for folks who wanted to break into the digital political space. And I had been on the receiving end of really excellent training. And, you know, thank God for NOI because it really did help accelerate my career in digital communications and political advocacy, I wanted to create a bootcamp program for all women who are navigating career transition, period. And my advisors, some of whom worked for NOI, some of whom were part of NOI's beginnings, helped me understand what NOI did so well in terms of curriculum development and how I could take those lessons and run with them to create really powerful programming for a different audience with different goals. And then NOI folded and I had a crisis. I was like, oh my God. We all did. Yes, exactly. NOI, granted, was a nonprofit, so the financing was totally different. I pursued a for-profit route in part because I saw excellent nonprofits prove to be unsustainable financially, and I didn't want that to happen um, to whatever it was that I was building at the time. So funny to yeah, hear that. I really feel like that early anecdote really underscores something I felt this entire time, which is how we work together, which I feel like it's one of those things like um, fire and ice or yeah. like call and oats, right? Where it's like, they're very different, but together they make a very compelling package where, you know, I got this bold idea, but it's actually like post-it notes all on the floor. <laughs> and you're like, let me show you a better way to implement this, this what I'm sure is a great creative a idea. Great idea. Yeah. You do have amazing, brilliant ideas. And I like to bring my you know, spreadsheet version of life to bear to make it happen. <laughs> Honestly, Pisces Virgo. I hate to go so back to the true. horoscope, but it's true. It's true. We got yelled at, y'all, by so many horoscope haters you know, on Twitter. I don't care. <laughs> I know. I don't care either. I was like, we knew that was going to happen. Let us have our fun. Like, let us, are we allowed to enjoy, enjoy anything? Please, come on. Oh, man. Um, yeah, but that's something that I, I've always felt when working with you is, you know, kind of how we complement each other and 
how our different energies really combine to create something yeah. really beautiful and creative collaborator of my dreams. Yeah, same. I mean, I never knew I could love Google Docs, <laughs> but now I love Google Docs. You're lying. You hate that. <laughs> well, I, I, it's love, hate. I respect them. I'm out of here, baby. I you can do whatever I you want. I don't love them. You don't have to stick on I respect my... them. Yeah. <laughs> it's different. You can go buck wild. You should plan your episodes in the future on sticky notes. Because they never fall. I have a lot of sticky notes on my table right now. And I was baking something the other night. And I almost put a casserole tray into the oven with a sticky note on the bottom of it. Which probably would have burned my house that down. So, so sticky notes are not... As anyway, logical as the good news is you don't have to get, worry about ever getting an email from me again saying, where's the Google Doc for this? <laughs> this is a thing of the past. Oh, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> so hope you're sticking with us in there or having some emotional moments. After this quick break, let's talk through some of our favorite and most memorable moments together, shall we? Let's do it. We'll be right back. we're back just talking through the origin stories of B and E, how we came to be together. And honestly, we've had so many good memories from hosting the show together. Uh, and I wanted to sort of just talk through them. They deserve to be lifted up in your in your departure. Totally. What, are, what are some of your favorite moments we've had? Honestly, I can't help but go back to the very beginning because at the time we were so excited and so honored and fully terrified, right? And I, I totally think rightfully so. We were stepping into impossible to fill shoes of Kristen and Caroline, our incredible creative predecessors who'd been on the show for years. And nobody knew whether you all listening would tear us apart <laughs> and hate that we didn't live up to your expectations or embrace us. And so there was this kind of nervous energy at the very beginning. And we did a couple Facebook Lives that were so fun in the very beginning. And at the time, it just felt so full of promise. And we were so supported and off to the races. So I really enjoyed the very f first few episodes we put together, especially Can We Be Friends, which I reference all the time, our very premiere episode about female friendship, and The Rise of Pyramid Scheme. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was like an out of the park hit on our first at bat. That was your idea and it was a brilliant one. Oh, uh, inspired by one of, yeah, let's just talk about how great. No, it was great. <laughs> it was great. And it really underscored something that I really admire about you, which is that you are not afraid to wade into something that's going to be a firestorm. Yes. I remember when you said, let's do this episode. I thought there are so many women out there who are involved in pyramid schemes. We got to know what we're getting ourselves into. People are going to yeah. hate on us. And you were like, let you them were hate. Like, you were like the Lululemon yeah. uh, peeps are going to come after They're us. They're going to put torn up leggings in our bed a la The Godfather, <laughs> right? And, and like, they did come after they us. They did. They did. But it was an important message. It was. And again, that's something I really admire, not just about you as a podcast host and a creative professional, but as a person, as a feminist, you do not shy away from things that are uncomfortable. You lean into it. And oftentimes on this show, you'll say... I know this is going to make me unpopular, or I know there's going to be haters, or this is an Emily's unpopular opinion. And you, rather than running away from that, which plenty of people, myself included, would do, you lean into it. You say, no, I'm going to lean into this because it's uncomfortable, but you need to hear it. And that that is a rare talent. That's not just you as a creative person. That's you as a person, as a feminist. I see you occupy that space in your life, and you speak the hard truths, and that's rare, People just want to be liked. People want to be friendly. People want everyone to like them. You're less concerned about that, and you're more concerned about saying what's true and what's real and what's authentic. And you can't teach that. That's that's in your bones. It's in your DNA. And it's something that I 
aspire to because it's so great to be liked and make everybody laugh and have lots of friends. But sometimes something needs to get said that's real. And you say those things. And I think a lot of people listening wish they could say those things and you take heat for it and you know you're going to take heat and that's okay. You lean it, you lean into the heat in all the ways. I think for the first time in my life, I'm speechless. <laughs> it's that true. Was like though. the nicest compliment I've ever gotten in my entire life. It's, it's very true. It's Bridget, very true. Damn it. <laughs> I I you're making me f-ing cry. It's, this is, that ugh. was so real. It's, I so appreciate that. It's real. I mean, you it's see not easy it. being the Anne Hathaway in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> you always say I'm the Jennifer Lawrence. I'm not even sure what that means. <laughs> it means you're the cool, affable one. No, but you're the you're and the, I'm the one who takes heat because I I feel like it's important. But it is important, you know. Lisa, remember Lisa Simpson taught us it's okay to care about stuff. It's okay to try. It's okay to have things be important to you and take them seriously. And that doesn't make you uncool. Lisa Simpson's the coolest person around. You're just like her. That was get so this. sweet. It's true. I mean that was it. So nice. I really do mean it. I really I do mean so it. I feel so much like Lisa Simpson right now. <laughs> well, Bridget, if I can compose myself over here, because that was like the most seen I have ever felt in my life. Thank you for that. I think part of my departure, frankly, plays right into that because it's not really an easy decision. This, as you know, has not been a really easy choice to come to. And the reason I'm going off to start Bossed Up the podcast, the reason I'm walking away from what has been a dream job in so many ways is because I feel so strongly that the stories I'm telling and the work that I'm doing at Bossed Up needs to be done. And it's not for everybody, but it's important for a lot of people. Basically, it's not glamorous or easy to be an entrepreneur. And uh, I'm going to take that Lisa Simpson reference with me into this next adventure because it does feel kind of risky and scary and it's uncertain as to how this is all going to go. But, you know, Lisa Simpson wouldn't let that stop her. She wouldn't and neither will you. And it's so clear that this is something that you take so, so seriously. Like you wouldn't be doing this lightly. Right. And I'm in awe listening to you talk about it. Really, I want to know more about what it's about. Like, tell me about this rad new Bossed Up podcast. Oh, thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> Honestly, Bossed Up the podcast is an extension of the community of courage we have built at Bossed Up, where women who are navigating career transition, looking for that next step in life, maybe dealing with a career conundrum or two, and might be considering starting their own side hustle or business want to come and get expert advice, get resources, get their questions answered. And so we've created a structure in the podcast to really answer a specific listener question every single episode with an expert guest. So they won't be able to fill your shoes, Bridget, but there will be another person, a different person really on every episode with me. And we'll be spotlighting incredible women who are making boss moves in their career every single week to inspire other women to keep on pursuing their dreams and to really lift as we climb, which as Our you motto. know. Yeah. God, what's so awesome about that is that, you know, we opened the show talking about training. One of the coolest parts about training is when a trainer or a coach models the behavior they're asking people to do. And I see that with you so well, where, you know, leaning into career transitions, yeah. saying maybe it will be scary, but you can do it. And saying like, I might host a feminist podcast today, but I might do something else and host that same thing, but have a different iteration and sort yeah. of leaning into that discomfort and acknowledging that it might be scary. Yeah. But 
you know, what's the expression? Oh, it sounds so dopey. It is. Lean into the discomfort. Yeah, lean into the discomfort. Like, no, it's not dopey. Feel, feel, like, feel the fear and do it anyway, you know? Oh. Jump, just do it. And I think yeah. I've seen you do that. I'm so excited for your voice and helping other women find their courage to do that. Aww. And I'm, I'm so excited for what's next for Emily. Thank you. It's a very meta moment because you're right. It's a podcast about career transitions hosted by someone who's currently yet again. In a career, a career transition. transition. Yeah. <laughs> it's a podcast within a podcast. A podcast. <laughs> I love it. So after this quick break, let's talk through what's next for Sminty. And we're back. And y'all, we just want to be straight up with you. Clearly, this episode was probably not what you're used to. But when someone as important to me as Emily leaves, we have to give her the floor to really like look back with respect on, I, I'm going to say it, the legacy we've built together. Yeah. I'm going to say it. <laughs> She's going for it. You're going to write in and be like, legacy you've built together, really? <laughs> no, they're going to be like, Fist pumping and like, I hope yes, so. I hope so. It's been a good run. It's not at all as long as I thought it would be. Yeah, but it same, is. same. So you might be asking, what's next for Sminty? And the question is, we are figuring that out right now. TBD. One of the things I'm most excited about in terms of what's next is figuring that out together. So we want to hear from you. Like, what do you like? What do you not like? What do you want to hear more of? What do you want to hear less of? Please let us know. Be really, really want to hear from you and you know this is a community that want people to feel empowered to speak up about that community well bridget we've arrived it's happening this is like the final sign off of the final episode that we're doing of stuff mom never told you together i have been dreading this you know it's it's hard for me i'm not someone who is good at talking about my feelings or feeling feelings i feel as a typical pisces i feel <laughs> i feel a lot of feelings and they just kind of get stuck inside and don't come out so this has been yeah, this has been hard. Honestly, I just think this is a good time for us to remember that over the course of your life and career, you, if you're lucky, get the chance to work with an incredible collaborator, an incredible work wife, an incredible partner in crime. And those people come in and out of your life in different ways. And I honestly just wish you on this journey, on this stuff mom never told you, grand adventure, the absolute best. And I want you to be the boss of this podcast. I want you to be the boss of your career and your life. And you better believe that I'm sticking around as a friend, if not a co-host, to see how it all turns out. You're going to come back to the studio and see us, right? Rachel on Twitter tweeted at us. She was like, Bridget, I think you might find 101 ways to explain why we need Emily as a guest on the podcast. Um, yeah. If we ever need a, you know, a negotiation expert, <laughs> a career expert, an HR expert, it's like, Sweater oh, expert, yeah, pastry hair expert, expert, skincare expert. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It all takes. the experts. Yeah. You're, you're, that's the thing. You're like, I'll just guest host 10 experts in one. Oh, no, you're too sweet. <laughs> um, but no, honestly, I think you're, this is your time to shine. We've always said that this world needs more women of color running at Agreed. the helm, making stuff happen, making their voice heard. And I am so glad that your voice is going to continue to be heard through this microphone because you have such important things to share with this world and you need to keep doing this. You need to keep making that voice heard. Oh, I'm going to miss you so much. <laughs> All right, we better wrap that's this it. up. Yeah, that's it. We got to get our <laughs> drink on. This is going to turn into like, we, yeah, we should have brought drinks into the studio. We should have brought the bottom right. Oh my God, that would have been brilliant. Damn it. That would have been brilliant. 
Well, I guess this is as good of time as any to have our final podcast sign off with the one and only Emily Aries. Listeners, we usually end on some sort of call to action, asking you a question. Hmm. Here's my call to action. Show Emily the love, subscribe ah. to her new podcast, and sprinkle her with affection and love ah. on our social media. You can find us on Instagram at Stuff I'm Never Told You, on Twitter at Mom Stuff Podcast. And as always, we love getting your emails, and I will forward the ones to Emily that she needs to see Aww. at MomStuff at HowStuffWorks.com. Aww. 